The people, they pay. They pay for our president with they their taxes. They pay to see a show. They pay to see him fight, Batman. Don't you dare give not give them the show that they want. I feel like the Joker won presidency in 016, and now I don't... Now it, like, low-key no. feels like the penguin or somebody. I don't know. Biden may have dementia. I just hung out with someone who has dementia all afternoon. I, all I gotta say is, this is my joke of the day. It's like out with the old and in with the older. Because that was really corny, but also you still low key have that Trump accent, so it's just mad funny. Oh. Out with the old. I'm sorry, because it's true. In with the older. But hello, <laughs> welcome back to the motherfucking Dope Thoughts Podcast. Da poofing and da schmoofing. We be poof poofing, schmoof schmoofing, facts. puff passing, um, but only to each other because it's still Rona season and facts. we should not be sharing blunts. Let's talk about etiquette. Hide your kids, hide your wives, nigga. Hide your lips too. Um, yeah, um, we're, we're sincerely sorry about last week. Um, we, we didn't expect to miss a podcast, but we also didn't expect to be fighting with a 500 pound sectional in such a small confined place trying so, to get the couch into our apartment. So no one even knows why we missed an episode, though. That is very true. So, so would you like to break the news? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really fucking exciting news, you guys. Okay, okay, okay. Take a deep breath. Take everybody a deep breath. Ready? Don't, everybody don't, ready? Don't, 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 please don't be that person. I'm listening. No, we're not. I'm not going to be that person. Okay. I just want everybody to get ready. All right. We got an apartment! So yeah, for a while, we were taking care of mom and grandma. We were staying at home with them making sure that they were okay, basically being their assistant living conditions. Um, but right. it got to a point where grandma actually needed her own space to continue her hospice care. So, and, well, it, it's on and off with the with the nurses that come through. Sometimes it's, so, it's necessary, sometimes it's not. But uh, especially is, with Rona season, mm-hmm. you know, like Puffy and I still got to go out to work. We got to go to the grocery store. There are things we have to do. And to be honest with you, it went from us living with them to take care of them became more of a health hazard for the safety of the elderly that we were taking care of. Mm -hmm. So getting our own apartment, being able to quarantine and keep our own space from them, but still close enough that we can do grocery shopping, check in on them. So it this is like real personal. Uh, Usually we don't get this personal on the podcast, but fuck it like no. we're you it, it means more to know why it's so special for us to actually have our own place too i agree and you like, know like to have our own peace after being caretakers this young whew, it's it's been it's been a struggle it's been a struggle um i i respect a lot of nurses and a lot of other people who have to deal with this on a daily basis now because yeah. like it, this this is a lot it really is a lot and it does take a toll on you because it's a 24 7 job like it really is like it's like imagine like people always say, like, you don't know what it's like until you have kids. But imagine when you have older, old kids. Like, don't, we still changing diapers, you Yeah, know? who don't give a fuck, who are set in their own ways, who only listen to themselves. So it's it's it's, it's actually a little bit harder in our perspective. I would say it's interesting because it's, it's, it's a shift, you know? I think there's a time in life when you take care of the young and i think there's a time in life when we should the take, young care, take of the care, old. care of the old exactly and yeah i think with it's interesting because of rona a lot of things have developed and i wonder where society is moving but we've already passed the buck when it comes to raising our kids we let the school systems and and the the governmental systems do that for us because we're too busy working in the system and in the matrix the past couple of generations i agree with you and now it's like um so what's going to happen to our elderly then too you know right now we're pushing them out and we're pushing them out but we saw Mm -hmm. there was a a case in massachusetts where an entirely elder like i think 20 something people or there was there was a ridiculous amount of elderly who died in one uh, house living situation because everyone was immunocompromised and the second one person gets it, that's it. It has oh. nothing to do with the health or the coordination of that facility either. That is very, very true because pre-Rona, I was actually volunteering at, at one of these facilities and I was actually basically, mm-hmm. I had a mentor that was partially blind. Actually, it was completely he blind. Was, he was legally and, blind, yo, And for legally sure. deaf. 
And what happened in his old retirement home was the same exact thing. There was a really bad outbreak where they had to shut the entire thing down for a month. Oh, I didn't there was realize no there one. was an outbreak. I thought it was just to, for no, precaution. No, they shut down the entire thing there for a month. There was mm. no one in, no one out. Um, and because of that, even to this day, me and him, we haven't been able to actually make contact again. I haven't been able to go see him. I've been and with him, it's it's very particular that you go see him because of his impairments, because yes. he's visually blind and because he's deaf. So and the thing is, because, in-person visits are best. And the thing is, because of his disabilities, it's actually very hard for him to be social. Because <coughs> if you think about it, when you're older, a lot of the things you want to do or the things that you can do, they, they you, you have to take advantage of the senses you have left. And when you can't walk and you can't do certain things, you can't exercise, you can't be as, how do I say, as active, active with the older gentleman. As a man, you get what I'm saying? They pride themselves on being able to do things for themselves, mm -hmm. you know? So now, could you imagine having that taken away from you? Now we're all trying to build a community, all be together, all bond, and we have to take care of you? Nah, and that was the problem he was having, you know, and then even then, because of his impairments, you have to be very physical with him. Right. And a lot of older gentlemen in his age range, again, he's 85. It's almost 80. offensive at that point because it's, it's like, what, how dare, like, I was in a war. Why are you, you touching You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm the reason you're alive. How the fuck? It's a very different perspective. Um, and this whole entire situation made me really appreciate the time that you spend with your elderly because they're the things that they've gone through, the things that they've seen, their life experiences, you know, like once they pass off, like their stories will be gone. And unless you're there to listen and be that ear and to be that book, to write that story down, it will be lost, you know? So we have to be very mindful of the time, the minute time we have with these people. Because again, those memories, they, they, they're very impactful if you learn how to look between the lines. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just grandma and grandpa's crazy rant and all those stupid ass stories and all that shit. Even it's though how it they, is. It's how they were brought up and it, how the people who raised them were brought mm -hmm. up. If you really look at the, if you really pay attention to them, you, you literally experience history and their history, which is their only real truth. It's, it's like looking through a periscope in time mm -hmm. and seeing the different shades and all the different things of how it was meant to be experienced, how grandma is, why grandma is the way she is, why right. she always do the dumb shit every weekend mm -hmm. and all that other shit. And hearing you finally her understand explain that. It. Exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I mean, um. we've been doing this the whole time. <laughs> I got high and suddenly I became polite. I mm. apologize. <laughs> Um, can I actually say say something about Grandma, though, as we're talking about this? I know this was not part of the original podcast episode, but, like, I just, I f as we were talking, this thought crossed my head, and I feel like I need to say it in honor of her and in honor of, like, a anybody who would feel this. But, like, my grandma is 95 96 years old something like that the paperwork got messed up when she was on her way over to the states and so they lied about her age got her age wrong so she, i don't she don't even she care could, she is most likely older than what we're actually saying that's the craziest part about it not younger so and you got the thing is again because she's from that generation she wants to be younger so she's not going to really tell us right her real age she's going to tell us whatever age is on the piece of paper and because of the dementia who fucking knows exactly she'd be forgetting her real age now these days too so whatever so it's most likely about a year or um too older than what is actually being said but so the 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 reason i think it's important to bring that up that's almost 100 years old so just think about it, a hundred, a hundred years, man. She lived through the depression. She lived through World War Two. She lived Vietnam, through the depression. Russia, but all she didn't even live through the depression in America, where in America suddenly the depression turned people from a first world to a second, third world. She was living through the Great Depression that traveled across the world in fucking Lebanon. Think about that. So, like, on top of it, it's not even, like, the Great Depression in America. Whereas when we experience recessions and depressions here, we still have running water. Yeah. We still have certain things that we can count on. Yeah. They, they didn't fucking have rice sometimes or water in a fucking desert. So, like, just to think about what my grandma's overcome and gone through. She was one of the first kids her parents had after escaping from the Armenian Genocide. Like that th to think about that is crazy to me. Her name is Azaduhi, which literally means the like the female 
name version of the word freedom. So my grandma's name is Freedom. And just to think about that and to think that her think like her escaping war from Lebanon and coming to America, she really thought that like her her children, her family, her legacy was done being murdered. And now I look on the news and they're still fucking killing us in Armenia. And it's like it's so frustrating, but at the same time but like see, being with her though, like it makes me feel like everything's fine. But now, this is, I think, the perfect transition into our first like, segment of the week, mm-hmm. which is always, as you guys know, our person of the week. Mm-hmm. Most of you guys know, you've heard the news. If you we're haven't heard have the two, news. We're going to have a couple people of the week this week. My yeah. personal person of the week is my grandma, because I just spent the whole day with her, and she's cute as fuck. I mean, grandma's the person always. Every right? week. <laughs> yes. Like that, that's well, old, yeah. Always, grandma is the person of the week. I don't give a fuck what you got to say. Word. Um, but, but also, like, old people is, in general, like, our people of the week this week, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> but it's one of, like... <laughs> because. <laughs> if you haven't heard the news, I bet you your neighbor told you, the person down the street told you, you seen oh, it on social sure media, you, you heard, heard it. the fucking news. Um, but, um... We, it's got to be harder to not find out the news. We got rid of POTUS 45. Colt 45 is getting out this bitch, and we got with POTUS 46. Coming in this motherfucker. And the sad part is, like so I said, we out with the old and with the older. Because mm-hmm. we got this old, decrepit, 78, delirious motherfucker coming in this bitch. 78, really? He's I think 78. I do this every time. Every time I think he's older than what he really is. He's Biden is 78 and Bernie Sanders is 79. Just think about that. Y'all said Bernie, Bernie was too is old. doing great. It is what it is. The Mentally sad part, in it, comparison. But now it goes down to, I think everyone's glad everyone's celebrating we see everyone's ready to get rid of the bigot but the reason i this is the reason i feel that this is the most important segment of the podcast today is because i think even though biden won he lost Mm -hmm. and the reason i say that in my eyes the struggle between biden's camp and trump's camp showed this reoccurring racist motif that's hidden in our political system and the people that run our political system and because of these people and these facets and all these other things there's a resonance that we have a resonance that happens in the people you know and seeing the struggle how hard it took for biden to get POTUS out Mm -hmm. you know like that right there was a failure to me because, like, honestly, through all the nasty shit Trump has said, through all the nasty things he's done, put these kids in the detention camps, all this fucked up shit that Trump has done in the four years, it took us days to get that motherfucker out of the office. And it's one of those, like, that shows that this nastiness, wait, wait, mm, it shows that this nastiness, this racistness, this disgustingness in America that America was built on. People don't want to let go of it. And they're not going to let go of it as easy. You think just because you got Trump out even now, people like, we want to recount. We want this. This isn't right. How'd you get those numbers? You're lying. People are still going crazy. Even though the system says it is what it is. The electoral electoral college picks your president. Doesn't matter how you vote. Those people said that this man is who's better fit, that this is who's going to be. But it's a sad part that the people are still tied to that ideology that Trump represents. That's what scares me more than anything. And, and now, what, explain it. What is that ideology? That 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 races that 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 whiteness and that that make America great and get all the immigrants out and all this mm. nastiness and you know like let let's fuck let's fuck little let, like all the money people. Let's keep making more money and the poor people. You can stay poor and fuck your communities. We're only gonna gotcha. come in and take like that mindset. You know like. This, the, the, the the brainwashed mindset of white America that was always there, that entitled thing that we talk about, the Karens that we talked about, all those people mm-hmm. that Trump gave a voice, they're woke now. They're woke. And that's the scary part. Because now, Biden, you got to make those people happy. And that's going to be very fucking hard because you got to remember, even when Obama was in office for eight years, these people were very, very critical. They're, they were watch everything they said. They watched that man like a fucking hawk. But again, Obama won the people. He won the people and he figured out a way to appease both parties. How is Biden going to now come and do that? 
through all the beef and all the shit. And we know the niggas, the nigga again, he's fucking he's he's old. He's slow. He's and I'm I'm going on a. a, a mini I was about rant. to say I got a lot of comments listening to what you're saying. So I'm I'm whenever you round this 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 commentary up, I'm a, I'm gonna have my comments on what you're saying. All I'm gonna say is that right now Biden has to prove himself in the next four years, just how Trump had to prove himself. And mm-hmm. I think what the scariest part about everything that's happening is, is that now everyone has a reason to hate each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to scare me more than anything. And that's why I said Biden lost. Because everyone's happy. Everyone's throwing parties. Everyone's dancing in the street right now. But we're still in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People are still unemployed. There's still a lot of things that are going on right now. A lot of people to be affected by all this stuff. Mm-hmm. How is he going to change and make a difference through all of this? Got you. That, that's, that's, why, that's what I'm really afraid of. Because my thing is I didn't care who won. I don't give a fuck. I voted for Kanye. I didn't care for either <laughs> one of these niggas. Like, dead ass. It didn't matter to me. It was it was the worst on both sides. But my thing is, is now that you have all these people, everyone is all excited. There's all these things. We've seen all these people get killed because of all these protests and all these things. You know what I'm saying? There's so much blood that's been shed in the past nine months. What is this man going to do? You want me to tell you honestly? I, He's yes. been in office... For almost his entire career, so and, he's been. In, oh, you've had your time. He's been in office for one eighth of the time the United States has been alive. Okay, my fucking a slice point. of pizza, my nigga. A he's slice almost of pizza. his entire life, which is almost a, a century, like yes. we talked about. Yes, ma'am. With my fucking grandma. So when I say this motherfucker got early onset dementia, I seen the signs, bitch. <laughs> I seen the signs. Give him ten more years. His his late eighties to early nineties is gonna hit like a freight train. I'm telling you, I see the signs, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if he make it that long, but he's still working, so that's why I'm giving him that that ten year gap. But oh. anyways, regardless, so one, he has never wavered on his track record. The reason why Obama picked him was because he was good old Uncle Joe. The white people would fall in line with him, and then he could actually slide his way into presidency. So then you take that that politic, and then you put it right back into what he's been doing as vice president, what he did in his own state. He's actually very middle conservative for a Democrat. He's not a liberal. We are still going to have fracking. However, he's... The thing about him is he... It's interesting because he appeases a very specific sector. He appeases the rich... The rich white. And and that's what's weird about Joe. Is because he votes for things like, like fracking and stuff like that. But then he sends businesses offshore. Which then actually ends up losing money for America. But then gains money for the independent <coughs> corporation. So that's kind of like wishy-washy. And then, honestly, I, I'm very, I'm very concerned about Kamala. I'll be honest. That I, I have high concerns because I don't know. I don't know. I don't see anything changing, and I hope what Joe does in this in his time in office is correct the mistakes. What I consider were mistakes that were made in office, like the environmental issues, like how there was so many rollbacks on environmental safety laws and stuff like that so that businesses could start dumping and fracking and doing what they want to do in national lands. I think we should focus on fixing that. I think we should focus on fixing infrastructure, like you're saying, because we just went through a fucking pandemic. There are people dying. Right, exactly. The pandemic's getting worse almost all around the country again. We're spiking again. Mm -hmm. So... It's it's one of those things like I've seen what you've done throughout your entire history, and I'm not, I'm I'm not pleased. Like the and and my thing is is I've gotten a lot of feedback from people. I'll call it feedback. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people where when you talk critically and open mindedly about a subject, people will automatically think you're on the opposition of their own side. Or when they're talking to you, if you don't vote for either, they talk to you as if you're on their side. So it's very interesting how either they get very defensive or they group you in automatically. So it's one or the other. And and they force you. And when I say they, They I'm talking about about the general populace. And this is why the bipartisan system has not been broken in the United States yet. And Mm -hmm. and 
I have to talk about the political strategy that was used this year. I'm, 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 it, they, they pulled a Hail Mary, dude. I mean, no, to, they, they, no, they did to tell everybody go out and vote. They didn't talk about Joe Biden's policies. They didn't talk about his politics. We watched the, the presidential debates. All they talked about was go out and vote. We need to get this asshole out of here, which they, is true. They used the same tactics that they use with Obama, with P. Diddy, the voter die tactics. They hit us with. If yeah, you, the voter you can, die. Yes. You, you want to talk about abortion. You want to talk about people not getting money. Whereas our fucking but we still second lost stimulus Supreme check. Court and we still lost. Uh, what was it? Senate or the other one? Yeah, Senate. The thing is, this is what always happens. Or I say we like I'm fucking I'm, honestly, I'm independent. I don't give a fuck about either of these people. I was voting for Bernie. I wanted something better and different, not something the same or worse and different. Yeah, I, I, I And I agree. don't think there's anything wrong with saying that, but even it, though people will attack you for it. But it goes back to what you were just touching upon not too long ago when you said, like, Joe Biden is working. Yes, Joe Biden right now is working as the puppet of the Democratic Party. Like, that's what it really comes down to. But Joe Biden is just the shell of the Democrats trying to fix what it is that Trump fucked up. I don't Biden think can't Biden can't even handle his crackhead son. How but but that's my country? point. Where I think that's that's why Kamala and he has the team and he's gonna build up all this shit. That's gonna be the difference between Biden and Trump. Trump was the face. Trump did all his shit. Trump didn't give a fuck. He tweeted. He said all these things. I think what's gonna happen with Biden is they're gonna basically have it where Kamala's gonna be the voice now. Kamala's gonna You're do and say right. all the things that want, and they're gonna they're gonna mold it a certain type of way. You know what? They'll probably use Rona as the reasoning. Oh, it's safer for Joe to be inside. I'm out here or well, some yeah. shit. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm not saying it like that. But I think just like because well, she's the Demo- more eloquent than he is. It's not even that. It's just because the Democrats always have an agenda. You get what I'm saying? So it's one of those where it's like even when there's an agenda. Like again, he's the puppet. He's just the face. No matter. I mean, Actually, that's what pol- that's what politics are in general. Even now that we think about it, their matchup. Now that I think about it, their matchup is pretty fucking perfect because the VP basically just. Oh, sorry, that was loud. I took a big hit. The VP basically just sits there, and then is like, "Yeah, I'm here to help out whenever. I'm kind of like the backup, and if shit goes south, I'm taking your place." Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the VP. But for the first time. I'd say in a long time because people talked about Pence because he was well-spoken, which I found out way late. I didn't know that until later. I just he I didn't know looked, that nigga could talk, bro. I yo, thought he, he always a, just looked like a grimacing devil in the corner, and then he opened his mouth. I was like, wow, he you, looked like you a have toy. the gift of tongue. He looked like huh. Buzz Lightyear. I thought that nigga he does was look fake. Like, he I looks didn't think like, he was real. Yo, he looks like if Buzz Lightyear were to go bad. Yeah. That's the funny. evil Buzz Lightly in the movie. Yo, can we make this a cartoon? That's I did. Pretty... I made the meme already. No, no, no. I mean, like, let's you and I actually sketch this out. Oh, all right. We'll figure that, that shit out. We'll talk about that. would be funny. So, so uh, we talked about him a lot because we were terrified of his policies and how soft he was because he convinces you, but then you look at what he votes for and shit, and that's a devilish man. But then, <laughs> but then the funny thing is, and then obviously Trump was Trump. We'll just... Oh, uh, hmm. I really still don't have words after four years to put him in anything. Um, but then with Joe and Kamala, Joe slid right in as like, hey, trusty old reliable white blue hair, uh, blue hair, blue eyed, you get what I'm saying? Like fucking America type motherfucker. And then his running mate, but he's the one who's going to be calling all the shots at the end of the day. He's the one who has to make the decisions and stuff like that, quote unquote. That's the president's job. And then the vice president is basically there for, for clout and shit to make the president look good. So who do you have? You have the first, I think, Indian, first black, first woman. Yeah, she VP. broke a whole bunch of She firsts. broke a whole bunch of shit in one karate kick into office. Like that was, I mean, she's been in offices, but you get what I'm saying? Like, and that's fucking monumental that's amazing like let me not sit here i think that that's fucking awesome like i i am so goddamn glad i i'm I'm proud of the the biden campaign for doing what they're doing but i'm gonna be very hypocritical as an independent because yeah i mean at the same time i hate her policies she put more black and latino men in prison in her time in cali than i think like anybody before her all i have to say is i'm tired that 
or some we, shit like that. The percentage went way, way the fuck up. We forced Bernie to confine and we forced him to become a Democrat and they fucked him over. Mm-hmm. And then this, like you talked about, with their tactics this year, they said it doesn't matter who you guys vote for, just vote to get Trump out. Just get Trump out. And I think right now... And that's goes, always a Hail Mary specifically because when there's more voter turnout, it's almost always positive for the Dems. So f- that's always their Hail Mary if they're scared they're going to lose. And I think that's the part that sucks is because like every other political party who was misrepresented right now, they had no choice but to vote for Biden. Yeah. And th- that's that's the part that sucks. And who the that's fuck where else were we going to vote for? Fucking, oh, you know what? I, was, I voted for Kanye. There was, Kanye, there was, was Kanye on the ballot. Shiva was on the ballot. There was some other motherfucker I didn't know. There was some other bitch I didn't know. Some some female was running for president. I didn't even know. We seen her talking about a vice president so hype. There was a whole female running for president. We didn't even know. It's, it's, so I saw a few people and I was like, I don't know none of y'all. Yeah. Like... Like, no offense, but in the American system we have, because there's so much pressure to vote our way or it's the wrong way, and it's only one of two ways, you can never actually get something that's fucking good. Like, let's be real. Anybody I talk to is like, well, it's not like I'm really excited. No one's fucking talking about Biden's policies or anything. They're just like, well, we could not handle a single day more of Trump. Yeah. And again, we're not. I'm and not, that's I'm, sad. Why you gotta settle? Would you settle? Would you settle if you were marrying somebody? Real shit. This person's about to I leave mean, the country. How, how, how old am I? Am I seventy-eight? Like Biden? Because if I am, then yes, I'm settling. That's a fair question. How old am I? Like that's at the you, you asking some very like critical shit. I need numbers. I mean, I guess. I need to analyze that shit. I mean, what's the most number of? Uh, what age group votes the most? Like I don't the know. 30s and 50s? God damn, them niggas downstairs is partying, bro. Yeah, yeah so it's funny as fuck. Yeah, the other day, our neighbors came upstairs and they was like, can you please turn that music down? The bass is too loud. And I was like, word, my nigga? Okay. It's because he black. My bad. The bass is too loud. Now, is that oh, my cat? Yeah, boo-boo. God bless you. God bless you. Now these niggas is partying, um, bro. Them niggas is over there motherfucking partying. Oh, I got that incense burning because they be complaining about the smell. They be like, we too Is the incense on right now? Yeah. Burn that inside out? What? Where is it? What do you mean? Where is it? Over there by the door. That's why she's fucking having Listen, nigga. Um, one way or another, we got to do something, correct? Fuck them people. Uh, yeah, Fuck them oh, people and their kids. Okay, yeah, you say that. Bitch, we just moved in. She's trying to get us kicked out. I'm not fucking my cats over everything. And yeah, fuck you and your cats. You you can go back with your cats. Go back in the closet. Fuck out of here. I can't. My grandma already moved in. <laughs> that bitch kicked me out. I had to clean her room for her because she has dementia and she can't do shit. Yeah, fuck out of here. And, I mean, also, she's like 10 pounds. 97. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do so shit. She definitely can't rearrange a room right now. Um, oh my god! Anyways, All right, so, I can't move back. <coughs> Fuck! It is what it is. You hear this, y'all? He already trying to get rid of me. All right, the just because I love the cat. The blunt's almost done. Once the blunt is done, I'll move the the the, the, the thing. I mean, she done stop now. She over. She, right, she chilling. Sorry, we're gonna stop talking about the, the political shit because I'm actually really tired and exhausted. From talking about political stuff, I'm not gonna lie I'm to you. I'm tired too. I gotta because... say, let me just say this. You know what? I am happy that Trump is out of office. Like that's that's that should be clear. <laughs> I hope it's clear, but just in case it's not clear, I'm so fucking happy. He's a menace. However, I also don't necessarily like the 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 what we got. But I am happy that we broke a lot of glass ceilings, and I do hope for. For something better because i feel you i'm fucking tired yeah. i just want a break yeah just, just give me a little break yeah i'm a little fatigued from this shit bro fatigue that's yeah yeah fatigue that's the perfect word yeah and speaking of fatigue um experts are blaming the rising numbers of covid that we've been seeing the past couple of recent weeks mm-hmm. um to something a phenomenon that they're calling pandemic fatigue Bleh. Supposedly, I, I totally feel that. No, I agree with you because, like, in some <coughs> places, if you're not taking care of yourself, shit. but not even that. It's like we've been like, we've been in this shit for eight nine months dealing with this nonstop. It's been almost it's been nine months almost. Now that you think about it, we went into quarantine what February twenty third, 
March 23rd or February 23rd? March 23rd. All right, so it's March 23rd. Because we shut down the studio the week after. So it's been eight months we've been in this goddamn corona shit. We've been watching fucking places go in and out, open up, close shit down, do whatever the fuck they do. We've been watching other countries have sporting events and do all that crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, what the fuck? There was whole arenas full. China and Asia is open. Like, like shit ain't open. Like, let me excuse me. Like, ain't shit ain't happened, bro. These niggas, like, I was watching League of Legends I mean, and they got a whole stadium full. We did find out that they they section people off by groups. You have I to think show up in a group. Was a lot. That's but it's, it's the There was a lot of people. Yeah, like it, it was packed. So seeing, I don't know how you separate it. that. Those were some big groups. It's just shit like that. Say. It's just crazy. And like, what the governments are asking for is they're counting on a high degree of public cooperation in order for like with their new restrictions that they're trying to put into place in order for it to kind of flatten out the infection curve. Word. Speaking of Massachusetts, this public service announcement. So in the state of Massachusetts, Governor Baker has asked that all businesses, especially restaurants, start closing down around 930 and send everybody home. This he is wants in Massachusetts, every- so you guys understand. These are our, we're back in phase kind of three, phase two. Keep going. Are you good? I said that, but you good. Oh, you did? <laughs> I'm hot. That's why I'm looking at you like... My bad. Okay. Whoa. Um. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Yo. See, he tired of my voice. That's all it is, y'all. I've been bugging the shit out of him. No, it's like so. you in my head. It's like I listen to you so much. It's like you're in my head, so I can't tell if you said it or I'm thinking you said it because I, I don't know if you really said it, said it, or not think that you thought that you said it. Like I said, he tired of my voice, y'all. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, I love you. Um, Love you more. What the fuck? Oh, remember. Massachusetts. So yeah. basically, he wants there's a stay at home order in effect from 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. Stay in your fucking house, or at least try to, unless you got to go to the grocery store, unless you work in uh, anything, you know, of high importance. If you're an essential worker, the same right. bullshit. But even basically, 9:30, yeah. get your ass in the house. They also talked about some shit. Have your mask on at all times now is the new restriction I've heard. Excuse me? I didn't hear that shit. I heard in certain places that's the new shit. Like, at all times, if you're outside, mm, you got to have your mask on. Suck my dick. So, but my thing is, it's kind of crazy because it's like, if you think about it, what's happening now is like, what's happening to the public it's like watching the UFC and watching boxing and like watching a fighter. You get what I'm saying? Mm. We've been getting our ass whooped for eight rounds. You know, if you, you think mean like about it, human versus COVID. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay. like, I think about it, this is a whole boxing fight. This is twelve rounds. Like twelve pay per view. Is it twelve or ten? I don't give a fuck. It's twelve pay per view <laughs> rounds because it's a whole year. That's the way I'm thinking about. It. That's the reason I <laughs> no, said twelve. I feel you, but I don't remember. But, I don't remember. It might even be more. But even then, so what? It's eight rounds. We been getting our asses whooped, and like now it's like yo, we tired, and we're letting our guard down, and we're allowing the opponent to sneak in and attack us and fuck us up. And it's been triggering more infections in different places. And now we got to deal with even more restrictions. You get what I'm saying? And what that's going to do, and that's going to compound the fatigue that people are already feeling. And, that's, and by compound, you mean add to it, add, not alleviate it. Exactly. And that's the part where it's going to suck because now they're blaming us. You get what I'm saying? Us dealing with this, we're tired. We're not, we're, we, you get what I'm saying? We don't want to deal with it. And now mm. you guys are making it worse and we're going back into it. So right. and that's, I think it, it's it's almost like you're biting your own tail with this situation mm-hmm. because people want to see their loved ones, and that's what's making the numbers go up too. <laughs> like the whole reason why the stay-at-home order went into effect again in Massachusetts is because there have been too many gatherings. Well, and that and then think about it now: the bars and the restaurants exactly. and the cafes—they all reopened after being locked down, after losing money, after losing business. They've they modified they've started doing shit outdoors a lot of people are doing things expanding onto sidewalks and shit you get what i'm saying like everyone's adjusted and modified their businesses to accommodate people to make sure that people's safety was the main thing and now these motherfuckers are going back into lockdown or they're gonna have even more restrictions they're not gonna be able to people but the thing is it's weird is i still see that you can still eat out you can still eat out technically yeah but you got to do I mean, it within the hours? Like, no, that's no, the no, no. Way- And here's the thing. You can eat out 
like like you can get takeout and you can eat at the restaurant outside and stuff like that you can do all of that no i know but as I, long as it's before a certain hour because the his issue like the, and i listened to what governor baker said he was like this isn't an attempt to not go into another lockdown that's really bad for our economy we're really trying not to do that shit okay and so he, they learned their lesson so they listened to trump a little bit well i think that I'm being an asshole. No, no no you're being a, i know what you're doing but you're right like to some extent not uh, fuck trump but there is a point that that, like that our economy is critical because as people lose jobs they can't afford health care they can't afford to go to the doctor they get sick the government can't afford it either the the billions and trillions of dollars they've been spending on economic relief and making sure that people can actually people are crying for another uh, stimulus check so the yeah. government has to figure out all these things honestly like that's, i've seen a huge amount of fucking homelessness go up it's it's just crazy and that's the scary part and that's the reason why i said that biden there's there's a lot of things that he's gonna have to prepare for and get ready for and i don't know how he's gonna react i he, think i'm worried that they're gonna do what they always do and they're gonna focus on a specific po- populous so i'm worried that they're going to be hyper specific on the elderly and not worried about the the homelessness or any of that stuff like i really hope that they do this like an umbrella type care about everyone Mm -hmm. like because that was the platform they ran on but very rarely do you see people in government actually follow through with that yeah and it's not just against them that's just how shit goes so i really i i would love to see them take care of all of the things that came about from the COVID shutdown. And touching upon like the follow through things, um, we've also yeah, seen that yeah. a lot of places around the world have modified their restrictions and modified their rules, modified their quarantine times so that it would boost people's compliance. Because they're starting to realize that like how we're talking about now, these restrictions, all these things shutting people away. It's not the best thing for the human psyche. It's not the best thing for our economy. And overall, we've been dealing with this so long that we have to figure out, like, again, this is, if this is the new norm, we have to figure out a way how to live with it. And we have to figure out what's, what's going to work right. and continue to reduce these numbers. I think that's the biggest thing, honestly. And we just got to see how it works out mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, we got, we got, what the fuck? We got a couple of more months in this bitch until the vaccine comes out, supposedly? Maybe. I mean, people have been getting vaccine. Like, people who have been in the trials, some of them have already started to get sick. Like, Mm. bad side effects. So, Mm. it's still, they're they're working out the kinks. Oh, fuck that. Uh, Yes. So, we shall see. We'll see. Let it come, but let it come properly. I ain't, um, I ain't gonna be no test dummy. Fuck out of her enough problems and now that we're on the topic of pandemic fatigue word we could talk about some crazy stupid motherfuckers i can't say stupid shit i think i think i think everybody got their own reasons to do what they do it's not on us to judge them for it however i think i think people right now are chill are not realizing how urgent and how how can i say this how pacified we are from certain things like because we live in a first world country like Mm. we're okay you know we're gonna get the best care like you were talking about and stuff like that so we're okay but for people to still be traveling to other countries and going to mexico and going to france and italy and all this shit like and, and not realizing like yo we're still in the middle of a pandemic globally I think it's very reckless. I think it's extremely reckless. It doesn't matter if you're healthy. I understand people are tired and all these other things. You want to see your family and all this other shit. I I totally understand that. But for people to be going on vacations and going partying and going to clubs, like that's the type of stuff we've been seeing. I understand these are things that kind of boost and stimulate our economy and we need these things, I, I, I guess. Um... But it's kind of one of those to see how reckless people are being. What happened recently was that there was a seven-hour flight that 59 cases of COVID were linked to this flight after the whole flight fucking happened. And what we've been noticing, and I think a lot of people have been noticing, and this was um, a report that came out, an Irish researcher's report that came out, this is something we read, we read up on the Washington Post that was released a couple of weeks ago. Again, because we haven't been able to talk about this, this is just kind of old news. 
Um, but it's one of those things that people are realizing that th these travelings, these, these, these long distance traveling places where there's restriction in air, that there are higher links to people kind of contracting the, COVID, the, the, the disease. Yeah, you're basically putting yourself in a dick-shaped incubator yes. for the virus. Yes. Like, let's keep it a buck. This is exactly what you said. It's pressurized, filtered air that's coming through the, the ventilation. You got everybody eh, not, so not so spaced out. And even if they are spaced out, once it gets aerosolized, whatever it is, and some particles always do, but you, use, you count on actual fresh air and oxygen to kill that shit or whatever the fuck kills that shit sunlight yeah. I don't know but even then the thing is is like how you're talking about like spaced out or whatever the the flight was at 17% capacity there were only 49 passengers on board of this flight God that damn. happened and, and it on was the, still that bad it was that bad what happened was 13 of the incubator. people 13 people on the flight tested positive and then those 13 people then went out to um, infect 46 other people and it's showing the potential of how easily this virus is vectored off from us just by talking and spit and fluids and things of that nature and the shit is is now looking more even into how these 13 people got it nine of the passengers wore a mask three they're, they're technically they're, they it was unknown they're not sure if they wore a mask or not, a mask or not. and the last one was a child that was un, in that underage kind of area where he didn't have to wear a mask technically um and again all these people all 13 people range from the age of one to 65 and like again these motherfuckers got sick just from being on this flight so it just shows where it's like, again, like people, as quick as we want life to go back to normal, we want to be able to do certain things and travel and be ourselves and just do all this safe. shit. Yeah, we got to be safe and, and be smart. Be be extremely smart be and extremely easy, cautious. Biggie. You know, facts. Because shit is crazy. It's really fucking crazy. Like, dead ass. And the scariest part is, like, in other countries... Like what just recently happened, I don't even know if you're talking people and that's the funny thing. We've been so caught up in the fight with Biden and Trump and all the electoral shit and people dying and whatever the fuck across seas, like countries are going right back into lockdown. Yeah. So Ireland, is this Ireland who we're talking about? Ireland mm -hmm. imposed a six week national lockdown on October 20th. And they were estimating up to 150,000 job losses. That's that sounds like all of the jobs. But the thing is, Do you is, know how small Ireland is. I know that, that they, they're going to take all the potatoes from them niggas, bro. What the fuck? All the leprechaun niggas going to have to come back, Dude, you know? They, uh, they have to do something for those people. They, I don't know what they're going to do. They, like the country, I think that uh, I got some notes down there. They said over the six weeks, it's going to estimate that it's going to cost the country about one point five billion dollars. 1.5 billion euros um, like to do all this shit. They're talking about um, the unemployment benefits. Okay, hold on. The government estimates the cost of unemployment benefits and grants to support the economy to be 200 million euros per week. So they're thinking that that's going to estimate over the six weeks is going to add up to 1.5 billion just to keep everyone okay. And uh, like, so that's just fucking crazy. What? What's six weeks from the end of October? So that's November and then two weeks of December, basically. So that's so you basically you you save people for until the holidays and then there's the week before the holidays and you let them travel for the holidays. That's insane. That's insane. Let let's talk about it, y'all. The thing is, yeah, it's the first week of December is when they come out of lockdown. And that's and it, that's a setup. That's a setup. Listen, this whole thing yo, is a setup. Say what you want. Say what you want. My gut is telling. I, I know a setup when I see a setup. What? What the? What my the friends have fucked me up in my life too many times. Okay, I know a setup when I see one. I ha there are videos of me getting fucked up around corners because of these assholes. Oh my They will God. tell you. I know a setup when I see one. You gonna lock these people up in cages? They gonna have fucking panic fatigue panic pandemic whatever Every, everybody freak yo fuck you that gloomy ass sound but the funny shit up hold up 
fucking funny. party in this bitch. <laughs> fucking <laughs> with the neighbors. Okay. We're fuck out of here. We about and the prime minister. Blunt. Fuck this. Hey. You're funny. Anyways, and the um, prime minister of Ireland is basically saying like their objective is to change the structure of the virus and to flatten the curve again to get it under control. So I I, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. They said the total number of cases in the country has risen by seventy five percent since the beginning of September, and the seventeen day infection rate is. 17 day I'm high the 14 day <laughs> infection rate is 261 cases Goddamn. for every 100,000 people oh. and the country has a population of nearly 5 million people oh, so it's a very small country like we're talking about and the it numbers is a very are, small country. the numbers aren't ridiculous as they seem but again you're talking about something that's extremely viral extremely infectious job losses yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the the, rip, the crippling and the rippling effects that this virus is continuing to have on a global effect. Like, and that's the sad part. That this is what the reoccurring motif of this motherfucking pod has, podcast has been the past couple of weeks is this type of shit because this is going to affect us for a while. You know, like this is us documenting real life history, real time shit that's happening. And, like, we're not sure how the fuck we're going to get out of this. No, I mean, we were even just, even today, we were talking with your moms about Moose and what his education's been like. And she's like, you know, he should be learning more than what he's learning, but, who, you know, at, at the same time. They don't want to overwhelm the kids, you know, right? we're like, afraid. I understand. I understand that there's only so much they can handle because it's so fucking different. It is. It really is. And we're, we're not sure. And, and you know, kids adapt better than adults do. Let's <laughs> never forget that. However, when the parent is shaken, the kid is shaken, and the parents are fucking stressed right now. But it's just scary to think about that all of us are going through a global experiment right now. And yeah. we're not necessarily sure how this is going to affect us. Like this it do loss, feel like that. I kind of feel like an alien come in and was like, let's shake shit up. That's what I'm saying. Like this lost in time, these couple of months, this whole shit that we're going through, like it's going to have rippling effects. We don't Our know. Our kids are going to write school papers about this shit. Like, yo, uh, I was told I got to interview you. <laughs> shit, school papers, nigga. Hopefully there's still school. That's the uh, shit. My thing is, you gotta think about can it. Can you this imagine a homeschool project where you gotta inst- interview your own parent? That's that's conceited as fuck. That's gonna be funny as shit. <laughs> right about me, bitch. That's your homework. <laughs> I don't want no goddamn kids. Uh, fuck that bullshit. I mean, yeah, but that's funny as fuck. I agree. And then it's just crazy, man. Everything that's going on. And the reason, again, we talk about all these things. And we emphasize and we talk about a little bit and we, we, we briefly, we talk about the shit that means something to us is because we know that there are people out there that are being affected by this and they care about it just as much as we do, you know, or if not, these are things that are going under talked about and we just want to shed some light to it. And well, you know, okay, we're just starting the conversation. Yeah, or continuing the conversation of, at word. the end of the day. Like that's what we want to do. That's the whole point of this is to continuously talk about these things mm-hmm. because the conversation just can't be over. We don't just know the answers. That's not how life. That's not how the human experience works. I'm sorry, it don't work like that. No, I mean, it'd be too boring if it did. However, I will say, way less anxious. I think. I think it'd be. A- <laughs> My anxiety would be a lot easier to manage in a world like that, but mm-hmm. this is it's just not, you can't grow that way. And now that we've talked about pandemic fatigue and global economies dropping and all that stuff. Which, by the way, yoga helps, y'all. And you, you just, you were just about to, t- you're touching on what I want to talk about is checking on your strong friends. Mm-hmm. Checking on everybody's mental health. Yeah. Everyone's happy right now. Everybody's riding this wave. Everybody's going through all this shit. We've well, talked about this multiple times. Uh, Trump um, supporters are not happy right now. That's, that's my point. <laughs> like. There, there's Some a lot are of not happy. there's a lot of static energy that's in the world right now, and we all need to be mindful of it. And just checking on the people around you who you know are very sensitive to things like that, or the people you know who are everyday fighters, who people think that they're gonna be okay no matter what. Right. You know, check in no matter what it is, because you you never know if that person's gonna be there the next day, for any type of circumstance. You know, and it's just things like that where just life is short. Life is very, very short. 
and through thick and thin, through all the bullshit, all we got is each other, you know, and your little bit of life and your speckle of time, the little bit of sand and dust that you are on this planet, all we got is the memories and the connections you meet, you make with the people you meet. Mm-hmm. So and take advantage of it. Yeah. And sometimes you're not going to see eye to eye and that's okay. No. You know, that's perfectly fucking fine. The whole point is to talk about it and a shake on it. Like Facts. You know what? At the end of the day, as long as you're not wishing death or harm upon another human being in any way, shape, or form, I think we can talk about it. No. Yeah. And the reason, we, it's just sad because, you know, we've seen another rapper get killed recently. I just lost another friend to suicide. Rest in peace. You know, it's just sad that we, we, through, through all the shit that we're seeing and we're, we're happy with these accomplishments and we these little triumphs that we have on a daily basis, there are still people that are lost and being affected that are hurt around you that you, you, you don't even know. They don't even, they're not even being heard. Mm. Um, and the last time you, you want to be thinking about them is looking at an obituary, you know? So just, just spend the time, call people. My mom yells at me about that shit all the time. All the <laughs> yeah, fucking time. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible at that shit. Honestly, I'll be thinking about people all the time, and I just never fucking reach out. Yeah. So, I, I admit it. I'll be the first to admit it. I suck at that shit. I agree. I'm but, but that's not an excuse. You're right. Mm-hmm. We definitely need to work on that shit. I agree. Oh, shit. Yeah. Checking on your strong friends. Facts. And you know what? Here's another little snippet for you. One of Nas's first albums is Life's a Bitch. Life's a Bitch and then you die. That's why we get high because you never know when you're going to go. I know the words. I know. I'm enjoying <laughs> myself. I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to the fucking world. I'm fucking with you. But then one of his last albums, which was dedicated to his daughter, Life is Good. So Life is what you make of it. Exactly. You know? And it's not necessarily just because he has money. I think it depends on what you're grateful for in life. So It's, it's I, your perspective. It changes as you grow and you go through The people around things. you. Yes. Right. Yeah, I agree. The I light totally you surround agree. yourself with. So I think, you know, even if things are tough now, it doesn't always have to be that way. No. And there are real world examples of that all around you as much as there are demons. Like, I, like, like trust when we know demons hit and they hit hard, but... Nigga, speaking of demons, how the fuck is it 73 degrees and it's November? Yo. It's November it's, and it feel like it's fucking spring. I mean... I don't understand. And, shit, and niggas, shit getting hot in hell. Motherfuckers must be twerking up a storm. I don't people know don't believe in global warming. People don't believe in climate change. People don't, don't want to believe it's in control hot, weather. But there hasn't even been rain or snow, really. Like, there yo, hasn't been any perspiration. It's been a dry year, yo. It's been very, very weird, bro. What the fuck is going on? It's been the worst fires we've ever seen, too. Yeah, yeah global warming, real. I don't know. Whether it's natural... Bugging. Or not, whatever, we could talk about it, but it's getting hot, bitch. This shit is scary. It really is scary. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Just make sure y'all niggas wear your coats, wear nice a scarf. Out, it is nice out, but just don't get sick. Again, That's pandemic true. fatigue. That's true. I've seen some motherfuckers walking around I was concerned about. It is not okay to get right back naked. I agree. Fuck out of here. Wear your layers. Y'all bugging. Fuck out of here. We not just fighting flu season. This year we fighting COVID. We fighting the flu. We fighting fatigue. Flu. We fighting all seasonal shit. depression. Shit, we fighting white people, Karens, Trumps, each other, cousins, <laughs> nephews, aunts, cats. Everybody getting fucked up right now, bro. Yo, you know you could. I just found out you could test your pets for COVID. If you take him to the vet. And I, I can't tell you how hard I laughed at that shit. I was like, yo, how is it cross-animal? How is it cross-species already? All I gotta say That's is... That's a highly mutated Is if that fucking... motherfucking caught... That caught... If that cat caught COVID, I'm sending that nigga to the Chinese restaurant. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. He gotta go. I'm sending him right <laughs> to the... mad disrespectful like, for fuck. so many reasons. Right to the hood. I'm sending him right there. Yo, get rid of him. Chicken fried rice. Go. Bye. <laughs> That's not chicken. I don't give a, yeah, okay, that's what you think. By the time they done it, all look like chicken. Yo, you saying dumb shit like this is why I don't need <laughs> out. I ain't even gonna front. Ah! Matter of fact, y'all, we gonna end this on something nasty. Nigga, yo, what I was gonna fuck that. We are. I think I talked about this one episode of the podcast. Growing up in the hood, down, down the block, there's a Chinese spy. We caught the Chinese nigga catching the rats. To cook in the food. We caught the nigga. I'm telling you. Are you sure you didn't just catch him 
catching rats to Why kill. Was- but what, okay. In a trap? So no, that they he was in- with his hands. <laughs> yeah, so what? Why? Why? Charlie was catching them with his hands and fucking, <laughs> it's always sunny. But he, he killed them. We live in a hood. He's fighting the rat. Yeah, there's, Charlie there's just, lived in a white hood. There's he just as many rats and roaches as there are people. And that nigga thought him going out and catching them. He thought he had paddy wagons in his hands and he was catching the rats like they was little black kids. And he was taking them away. What was wow, he doing? Wow, that was a funny. That was a funny. That was a dark one. That was a dark one. That was a dark one. But dude, um, I don't understand. Wow, the paddy wagons really do be coming though. Like, bro, I don't understand. Oh, wait a second. Also, today we just found a, I saw my first pickup truck turned police car. When the fuck they made pickup truck police cars? Oh, when the What you going na- to pick up? They going to pick up niggers. What do you mean? You don't need a top. I'm jumping out the side of that shit. Yeah. I got to die on the highway. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, young lady. We're going to pick up them niggers on the back of my car. We're going to put, them in the, put a hood don't on them, you. put some knocks on them. Make sure them niggas are good. They going to nowhere. Some lots on them. Oh, my God. We're going to put some lots on them, man. Okay. So, the, okay, <laughs> so we going real. Okay, that's racist. That's, that's listen, slavery. Listen. Stop touching that shit. My bad. <laughs> Runner Jewel said, kill your masters. My bad. I'm high. Scott, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, you said you was about to end the episode with some nasty shit. Not talking oh, yeah, about the nigga catching would, the rats. Yeah, okay. So you know what? As much <laughs> shit as we talked one time, and it was my fault because I don't know why I thought it was okay to eat at uh, a mall. Fucking um, uh, what are oh, they called? No. The food kiosk, court. Yeah. Food court. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to get anything oh, from the food no. court. Um. Please don't tell this. I'm listening. <laughs> Listen, you just told a nasty ass story. I'm about to tell the proof. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ordered. I think it was just like, quote unquote, chicken, broccoli, and rice. Mm-hmm. A quote, quote, quote. That's unquote. what they tell you. It's always That's chicken. That's what they told me. I took a bite and I was like, I took a bite. I was like, this is weird. Like it felt weird, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, this don't feel right. It was a little too thin. I was like, I don't, mm. the taste was different. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, this is the same, right? And then I picked. I like stabbed one piece and i picked it out the rice oh and it was the whole half so like the tail and a leg piece of a rat and i threw up into my food and i threw it out and i never ate at a food court again and my friend got me a smoothie after that because i couldn't you act like they can't blend up the rat in the no, smoothie. No, 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 we went somewhere. Else. Oh, oh, oh. No, we left. <laughs> okay. I was say don't eat, don't we, eat the rat no, from no, the same no, place no, in no, a different no, type no. of formula. I told formula. you, I never. I literally just told you, I never ate at a food court again. Okay, my bad. We left. We left the mall. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And you know what? That's karma because all the fucking malls are shut down right now because of Rona. Fuck you, malls and your fucking whack ass food. Fuck y'all. And your rats, bitch. And y'all rats. <laughs> be feeding me no fucking rat. This ain't Snowpiercer. Don't be feeding me that shit. Oh, that, you didn't even like that movie. Yeah, because I hated that part. It, <laughs> it a, reminded me of the rats. That's some fucked up shit, dude. It reminded me of the rats that I was fed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bougie. I'm bougie. Don't feed me no fucking rat. I don't know what that weed was. I don't even. Yo, good. I don't even eat meat no more. <laughs> yeah, facts. We about to go eat breakfast for dinner. Facts. Some eggs. Oh, yo, Beyond Burger veggie meat, veggie burgers though. Facts, really good, homemade. Fucking last night, that shit was dankaroos. Facts. Soon we gonna start doing our own cooking recipe shit too, so y'all can see oh, the dank kitchen corner shit. We're gonna get the visuals now. We got the living room set up. Yeah, facts. we figured out how we're gonna do this. We just gotta see how it oh, sounds. I'm so excited. And then like, yeah, then we can add some visuals oh, to so this, excited. and then it's game over because then y'all can see how high we are, and then you'll be like, okay, now I know. Why these niggas is on these type of rants? Because I would be too if I look like that. If I, because we are in the couch. Like right now, I'm literally melted okay, in the so couch. I I think we smoke indica then. Yeah, whatever. Be corny. Indica in the couch. Her her. Shut your ass up. You hit you hit him with the wrong one. You're supposed to hit him with the. Oh yeah, you you so punny. <laughs> Whack ass. So we love y'all. 
Thank y'all for sitting I'm gonna around. I'm going to karate kick you. Get you those heard visuals. that, right? Y'all heard that, right? She be beating on me. She said she's going to karate kick you. So when <laughs> yeah. y'all see me with a black eye. I talk eye, a lot of shit. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Self-inflicted. Mm-mm. I talk a lot of shit, but mm-hmm. I don't ever hit. Mm-hmm. The lying asshole be hitting on me. Nope. Hitting on me. Uh, to ask that one Down Syndrome dude from the cash register place over in oh Belmont. He saw you slap me that one day. No. Yeah. Just, just tell mm-hmm. the story, right? No. Tell the story, right, if you're going to tell the story. But we love y'all. No! Don't you <laughs> We love y'all. Nah, fuck He's that. Saying. He told somebody with Down syndrome that I was beating on him because he didn't know the person had Down syndrome. The person believed him. Yeah, almost, almost called, the cops. called the cops on me. It was great. It was really great. It was the first time and that... And I didn't want him to hate me. It's the first time I felt justice against a white person. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys for oh, listening to the Dope Thoughts Podcast. Shit. We appreciate y'all. Shahana, hit him with your notes. Wash your hands, wash your ass, wash your, brush your tongue, use Listerine, What about gargle. your teeth, nigga? You just went straight brush to the tongue? Brush your fucking, I mean, at this point, do I even gotta say it? Do I really gotta be telling y'all to brush your yes, tongue? Yes, actually, because they don't know to brush their tongue, so you gotta tell them to brush both. Don't just tell them to brush their tongue. All right, tongue. well, I, if you ain't got it yet, I'm sorry. Brush your tongue, brush your teeth, gargle, brush Listerine, your brush your hair. This is self-care. Facts. Shit. We love y'all. Also, really, um, if somebody's eating your ass, you may think about shaving it, first of all. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. That's just etiquette. What the fuck? <laughs> that's etiquette. Word. Ain't nobody eating my you ass. Clean however, the plate. You clean the plate before however, you eat off of it, bro. Correct. I just think that that's kind of just, you know. You're but dis- also, don't eat ass until Rono's over. You're disgusting. Don't, just don't eat ass. That's E. coli. E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> Be safe. And we holler at y'all next week. Fuck out of here. She said eat ass. This is etiquette. E. coli.